You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy. Uh, hello, you are listening to The Happiness Hub with me, Kedron Elliott, and my co-host... Liz Parkin! <laughs> I didn't make it up that time. How are you doing, Mrs? How was your Christmas? Oh, Christmas was lovely. Thank you very much. We had a very relaxing time. My father-in-law and my mum came round for lunch and I cooked for four people instead of the usual 12, 13, 14, which was great. And yeah, it's just been generally quite nice. I've done lots of walking, which uh, I hadn't really planned to do, but we've kind of met up with various people and and had socially distant walks that have turned into 10 milers. So uh, that's been nice. And uh, we've done a bit of Netflix binge watching. So I've kind of Mm. thought, well, I have four hours walking a day and a bit of work each day. I'm allowed to do a bit of television as well. So what have you been watching? Because you were asking for some ideas the other day, weren't you? I know I was. I don't usually watch a lot unless there's something that is recommended. I've got to the end of a few box sets during lockdown and gone, oh, that was such a waste of my whatever, (laughs) seven hours, six hours, nine hours. So now I only go on recommendations and I and I and I did have a few recommendations and then I sort of Googled the, the reviews and actually the fall came up as really positive. So that's the latest one that we've been watching, only it was part way through. I just thought it was series one, two, and three, which it was, started in 2012, finished in 2016, but it's all the same story. So it's not like you can just leave it and go, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get series two next week or whatever. You're like, oh gotta watch it gotta keep watching gotta keep watching it so mj particularly is like obsessed with it i think he rather likes gillian anson oh okay she she does she does look pretty hot to be fair so um so we've watched in yeah three days we've had a couple of late nights watching watching episodes of the fall and tonight we will be finishing it off i think the last three episodes coming up tonight which has been quite addictive have you seen it no, I've not. I've not even heard of it, really. It is. It is very, very good. But it's very. It almost got to the point the other day. I don't know. Let's say episode seven. We thought, well, okay, they they know him. It, conclusion is is here. The conclusion is nigh, and I think it's kind of evolved and developed even further. You think, crikey, it's going on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Christmas for me has considered consisted of eating, walking, and watching telly, which I suppose is what Christmas is all about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think most most people have been doing that. So yes, uh, walking to and from the shops mostly. I watched A Wonderful Life, oh, which I've never seen you? before. Yeah, actually well do, sat well down done. and watched that. I yeah. watched La La Land as well. I hadn't seen that before. La La Land. I've yeah. heard of that. I've not seen that. I've heard of modern day kind of musical. That was it was quite popular when it first came out. You're frowning, so I'm assuming that's not a recommendation. Well, I'm not a big musical fan anyway, oh, no, really. no, I'm not really, no, no. <laughs> Only the two two of my favourite films are Grease and Dirty Dancing. So that's as far as I go with musicals, I'm afraid. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Dirty Dancing's <laughs> a good film. <laughs> and then uh, last night I spent uh, a few episodes of uh, catching up on his dark materials, which has been really good. If you've heard yeah, of that. Yeah, see, I, I did, didn't bother with that. I thought, <laughs> looked a little bit peculiar and it went on a bit and I thought nah I don't really fancy that so mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't ventured into that one yet so yeah 
that's it really we've had a walk today and just caught the rain at the very end but we've been really lucky really with the weather it's been um pretty amazing actually to be have we had much snow over there oh yeah yeah we've had a lot of snow we had the garden was covered in snow two mornings ago and we had a nice walk in the snow um we actually walked into nantwich so for us it's about a 50 minute walk into nantwich from berland and a bit, little bit slippery in places, but by the time we got into Nantwich, the town centre was very kind of snow free, but it was lovely walking through the fields and things in the snow. And then yesterday woke up to quite blizzard like snow pelting down and it's still there now, but I know in the sort of towards town, it's, it's disappeared a little bit, but no, we've definitely got quite a bit of snow. Right, in yeah, fact, we've we got so much snow that my um, greenhouse window caved in on this. Oh no! Under the weight of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one panel. I've just been fixing it this evening, so that's oh, yeah. uh, that's how much snow we've had. Yeah, Quite a bit of it, snow then. What's it like in Congleton? Yes, we've had a bit of snow. It seems to be snowing overnight. It was starting to snow a little bit today, but it didn't snow last night. So, yeah, most of it in the road is, is turning to sludge. I'm going to have to let my cat out because she's meowing at the door. She's been sitting here. Let with the me. cat out the bag, Kedwin. She hasn't moved. She hasn't moved for the last couple of days. It's too cold to go outside. I don't think she's even been out for a week. It's that cold outside. Oh, Jasper was loving our walk earlier on today, but he loves it even more getting home and having a shower and then curling up in front of the fire. So, yeah, he's uh, he's certainly been enjoying the company, the extra company. Oh, so what we're talking about on our special, is this like, is this going out at the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021? Are well, we just... I mean, if if we're if we're going along the schedule, it should be going up on the third, really. But we could put it up a little bit earlier if people. Oh, wanted. I think everybody needs to hear our dulcet tones on the <laughs> on New Year's Day. What better what better start to their year could be listening to us rambling on about yeah. rambling. <laughs> so yeah, so we could put it up on New Year's Day if you like, and see see what people have got to say. But I thought what we do, right, because we haven't got a guest this week. It's just have a little bit of a reflection on, you know, our first series of our podcasts and some of our fab guests, but also just to kind of touch upon some of the questions that we've been asking people to ask us and things that people have sent in where they've been listening to the Happiness Hub about what they do to for their for better mental health and things. And then also talk about next year, because I know we've got we've got personally a few things lined up, haven't we? We have. We have. Yeah, definitely. Right then, where are we going to start? Okay, so we're going to do a bit of a reflection on our first series of our podcast. And yes. um, we've got some lovely feedback from people who've listened. Really gonna, lovely gonna, feedback. Yeah, I'm going to mention two of those first. So what's the first one we've had, Liz? Oh, well, it mentioned you. <laughs> it says, absolutely love this. Well done, Kedron. This is exactly what's needed at the minute to, to promote wellness and happiness. So yeah. that's nice, isn't it? It is lovely, yeah. I think generally the feedback's been great. I, I I don't think I've ever started a podcast or a radio show with such a pizzazz. Oh, we had someone on talking about that, didn't we? Play pizzazz, um, yes. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's been lovely to, to read the feedback. Go on, what's yours? Uh, somebody said that they love our upbeat positivity whilst being aware of all emotions and feelings. That's important. Yeah, it is. I've listened to the podcast and it is very good. I would imagine they will get a great following. Oh, let's hope. They sound like happy people, the kind you would like to be around. Learning how to be happy through a variety of therapies will be very useful to many people. 
thank you very much Anne for sending us that yeah I think I think she's quite right we'll be covering a few more therapies um in the new year as well yeah um this one at uh, this I always like the ones that we get back that uh, where people said they've had a good laugh so this one was like oh my goodness you both had me in fits of giggles today in my walk around the lake <laughs> listening to both podcasts and they're amazing people were looking at me funny as I was grinning from ear to ear <laughs> yeah we want more of that we want more people walking around uh yeah looking like Cheshire cats when they're, they're listening to us and then finally I'll share the last one we picked is I've just listened to your podcast with author Sarah Hudson and I've really enjoyed this. As a comparison, I listened to Fern Cotton's version of a happy podcast and honestly, I enjoyed yours much more. Yeah, look at that. What, what a testimonial to finish on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's been lovely to read all the all the reviews on Facebook and, um, and such like. So thank you very, very much indeed to mm-hmm. everybody for doing that. So we also asked the question, didn't we? What makes people happy? Yes. And you've been very organised and put it all onto a nice sheet for me so I don't have to go searching around. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share some of the things that make people happy? Because we, we definitely had some very reoccurring themes, didn't we? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, like from all our guests, there was definitely a reoccurring thing. We touched upon that last week when we talked to Ben. Uh, but again, with, with the comments that we had in. So the first one from my friend Cheryl... And this is lovely. She said that she'd like to say that gardening is one of the things that make, uh, makes her happy. Um, seeing things grow and flower. And she said her mum always loved gardening and it makes me feel as if she's there with me, which I thought that was so lovely. Yeah. He also said um, listening to spa type music or Reiki music is really relaxing and usually sends me to sleep. So it clears my mind and it's good for my mental health. Um, she says she's got a Reiki sleep album on Spotify and she says nine out of ten times I only hear the first two tracks and then I'm asleep. And she says it's called Reiki Sleep by Llewellyn. So if anybody wanted to, to find that on Spotify, you can find that and that might help you sleep if you're having trouble yeah. with that. Cool. Uh, gratitude is something I try to practice. Each evening I write down today I'm grateful for and that's by Lynn Lurcock who's one of our Nantwich buddies. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important one. I often say to people who are a bit sort of down in the dumps or not not realising how lucky they are in many ways you know be grateful for things be grateful for for small things and especially now there's a lot of focus on covid and and how it's ruining our lives and it's the worst thing in the world and yes as i said before it is awful and there are things that are you know there are terrible things happening but there are ways in which you can be grateful for the little things that are good in your life and i Mm. think actually yeah, writing it down is is great. Really good idea, Lynn. Thank you for that. And um, the next one is from, from another of our Nantwich buddies, Nikki. And Nikki said, I recently started to jog walk for 20 minutes a day. She, and on this, this day, she sent us feedback. She said, this morning with earphones in, I was listening to the first Happiness Hub podcast. I jogged nonstop for over 30 minutes. Thanks, Liz and Kedron. And the NLP stuff was fascinating. Excellent. Thank you very much for that, Nikki. Yeah, jogging and walking. And that was that was something that we 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 said came up quite a lot, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Being outside, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, find a hobby and stick with it. For me, it's walking and dancing. Says Lynn Walton. That's cool. I can do the walking. Um, I can do the dodgy disco dancing after I've had a few gins, but <laughs> I'm not sure if I can do the uh, the, the proper dancing. You know, but uh, it's good. And then lovely Gail from Redshift. She says listening to music. Gail's a massive music buff. Mm. She knows everything there is to know about 80s and 90s music and I know that's a big thing for her uh, listening to music so 
something I've started doing more actually is listening to the to the radio and also audiobooks. I've downloaded a few audiobooks uh, mm. lately, which have been great because I'm always beating myself up that I don't have time, I don't make time to read. So actually downloading a few books from Audible has been uh, been great. I've been walking around the house and just with my earphones in, listening to, I've had the, a couple of good books lately. So that's something I've enjoyed doing. I set up a, um, if listeners are interested as well, a Happiness Hub playlist. So I put together a playlist on Spotify of all the songs that make me happy. So there's some cliche ones in there, like, you know, happy. happy. <laughs> and it <laughs> is a bit cheesy. <laughs> but um, I think that's always good. Music can stir so many emotions and memories for you, good and bad, I guess. But sometimes, you know, like when you're in the mood for it and you want to be uh, pep yourself up a bit, put something on that's going to make you want to dance around the kitchen mm. or whatever, and it will definitely lift your mood. So I think that's a really good one. Actually, we could do that as a, we perhaps could do that as a show, couldn't we? I know with the podcast, we can't, we can't play music for copyright reasons, but we can provide a playlist like you've mm. done. But if we ask everybody to tell us what their favourite uplifting song is, and we could create that as a listener's favourite playlist yeah, and pop that, that on Spotify, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be good. Right, everybody, tell us what your favourite song is that gets you, uh, cheers you up all the time. I know my go-to album, whenever I'm not sure, I've got now a playlist, now, since I got into Spotify, I've got a nice mix of all my favourite songs. There's a big mix on there. But my favourite album and my go-to kind of music is always the Stone Roses, but I don't think that's particularly uplifting as such. It's just the tunes that I love. So I kind of like... They, they're, they're the ones, or but actually they're not probably the most most happiest of bands. So um, we also asked our Facebook followers on ways to self-soothe. Mm-hmm. Say that with a with a lift. What do we get? So again, my lovely friend Cheryl, she said, uh, wrap up in either a big fleece blanket, very appropriate for this time of year, a, wear a snuggly jumper, curl up with the book or listen to some music like Reiki. I also like a huge slice of cake with some coffee. <laughs> yeah, coffee and cake always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And actually, coffee, um, proper coffee, make yourself a proper oh, yeah, cup of coffee, coffee or make yourself a proper hot chocolate or do, don't just do it quick, do it proper, savour it. That's a nice yeah, yeah, way yeah, I think absolutely, to Treat myself to some gorgeous smelling lush products. Oh, now who said that? I also practice mindfulness. Tropic products are much better for you than lush, <laughs> can I just say? I also practice, practice mindfulness. Three minutes time is set on my phone where I just close my eyes, clear my head, focus on my breathing. Works wonders if you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious or stressed. And that is your friend, Laura. Yes. That's a good idea. I... I'm trying to do mindfulness. I, the only time I'm successful with mindfulness, I realise, is when I'm swimming. If I did what Laura said there, set a timer, <laughs> close my eyes, I'd go to sleep. <laughs> I'm really, well, while really you're swimming? At... No, 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 no. That's right. why I could do it while I'm swimming. All right. I'm, really, I'm really, really good at if I if I feel like I need a nap or if I feel like I, oh, I, I just, I'm just good, quite good at going to sleep, really. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I do, I do set my phone, actually, sometimes. If I feel like I need a nap, I set it for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes max, and, and have a little, and I don't go off to sleep really quickly. Um, but mindfulness for me, while swimming, I find much, much easier to do. Ian, what does Ian say? 
So Ian said, again, for him, it was music, like Gail said. Um, when I'm alone, which is often, I strum my guitar and sing at the top of my voice. Sometimes I just sit and relax and listen. And sometimes I have a disco and a dad dance around the house. Yeah. I can imagine <laughs> doing it, actually. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, listen to music, have a good cry, do some colouring, speak to hubby is from Karen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's nice. All, all good things, maybe not necessarily in that order. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and blanket sofa biscuits and a good box set. Or, or go on holiday, <laughs> says Jenny. Not at the moment. <laughs> well, I think you need to just get plenty of biscuits and uh, box sets in for the time yeah. being, Jenny, seeing as we've just gone into tier four today yeah. as we're recording this uh, podcast. So, yeah, thank you very much, folks, for sending us through your your uh, suggestions on ways to self-soothe. And we definitely would like you to keep on posting on Facebook and telling us what, what it is that mm -hmm. you've enjoyed. I think perhaps maybe what, what you've enjoyed most about the, this Christmas period perhaps would be a question that we could ask next. Yeah. Um, what is it you've enjoyed about this Christmas and New Year period? Have you enjoyed having some time off work? Have you enjoyed, I know we've been at home a lot more, but... I think a lot of people have been really quite positive. We've, we've bumped into a few people walking over the last few days and they said, oh, well, you know, it was, it was different, but it's been really nice. And again, it's going back to being grateful for what you can do and um, and enjoying that, that time with less people. Because actually, the other thing is, I realise we do a lot of entertaining in our house. And most of the time, if we have a party or if we have a gathering or a dinner party, whatever, I could get to the end of the evening, I'd be like, oh, didn't really speak to them or didn't really have much time to chat to them. But actually, when it's a smaller group of people and you're, you're more focused on maybe talking like this, we are on Zoom at the moment or whatever, or maybe going out for a walk one to one with somebody, you know, really value that time because it might not be something that in normal world you get to do. Certainly, certainly I don't anyway. Yeah, but that's because you're quite a social person. And I would have to say that I prefer these moments than when I'm in a, a room full of people I find that quite intimidating I'd rather like rather than like you know if we if we were meeting up as our group of friends I'd rather come and see like you and, and go and see Caroline or rather yeah. than everybody be all together because I feel I feel for me that's a little bit much yeah well yeah and that's what I'm that's kind of what I'm saying is I've really appreciated mm. being able to meet one-to-one -one with people and putting time aside to yeah meet more personally with with the people be it even having a conversation on the phone I've had some lovely conversations this week while I've been off um with friends I haven't seen for ages it's been it's been brilliant really caught up with a few people so we've got some questions as well aren't we we're just going to mm -hmm. whiz through some questions that we're going to probably the answers of which will also come into what we want to talk about which is what's coming up on our podcast in 2021 Ooh, yes exciting Drum roll, stuff. please Drum roll, <laughs> please so um shall i, I kick off with yeah, a question man mm -hmm. i would like to hear about different types of therapy to get from a stuck state also you've talked about nlp and it would be good to have a whole show on this please now so that's down to you then liz that is down to me because I studied NLP in 2004 originally, used it to help get over the death of my dad. And then I, and I, I, I quite accidentally really became an NLP practitioner because I just did the course and found it completely changed my life, big time changed my life. Then the following year, no, two years later, I went to India uh, for three weeks and I did my master's NLP with a practitioner, a uh, practitioner. Treat a teacher called Sue Knight who does all her workshops and courses over in um, in India and that was an incredible experience 
So yeah, we will absolutely do uh, some more on NLP. I think we'll probably do a, a couple of couple of episodes and bring in some NLP practitioners as well. I'm not currently practicing as a practitioner, but I use NLP every single day of my life. Communication with myself, communication with other people, all manner of things. NLP really does infiltrate my life. And we're also going to talk about lots of different types of therapies, aren't we, Keds? Yeah, we've done a little bit of research, but there's another question that we had was that the, uh, somebody be, well, it's Cheryl again, be interested in hearing about topics such as reflexology, Reiki and crystals. Mm-hmm. So something that I don't really know that much about, but you, you found a few people we could contact that, to come and talk about those. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm all for alternative of- therapies. I think it's just a case of trying something and seeing what works for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. And actually, it brings me on to another question we had from Claire. She said, how do I know which kind of therapy or group would help me? I'm new to the area, having moved here during lockdown from South Wales. Well, first of all, welcome, Claire. South Wales is a very nice place. The thing is, NLP for me, I remember Googling how to deal with grief. I don't even think Google was around in 2004. I think I was on Ask Jeeves, actually. Oh, God, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And how to deal with grief. And NLP came up. So 15 years ago, it wasn't really particularly heard of, but I was probably expecting go to a counsellor, do, 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 do this, do that. And that, that opened up this whole world of NLP to me, but that was a very good accident for, for me. But then I know that there are other people, and you do your person-centred counselling, mm-hmm. which is a different type of therapy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy, mm-hmm. hypnotherapy. We yeah. had Nigel Keegan on a few weeks ago. Yeah, there's so timeline therapy and he talks about timeline therapy there's so many different types of therapy that you know it's not a one-size-fits-all you do need to explore I've done kinesiology I've done I've been to a counsellor over the years when I was at university I've been to done all sorts of things and for me NLP is what worked having experienced other things as well Mm. so we will we will talk through and we will bring in people who not only the therapists and the practitioners themselves but we will also bring in people that have had that experience that has yeah. that has been whatever it is that for want of a better phrase has, has fixed them has moved them from that stuck state to that positive state i think will, you'll also find that quite a few people who are practitioners will have had that therapy yeah as well so they've already yeah. experienced it and that's one of the reasons they've become like a specialist in that therapy Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I remember my NLP course. Crikey, there was a course of we went up to Scotland to train, and it was a we had about three months worth of pre-study material to do, and then an actual one-week intense program. Can't remember how many on the class. Probably about eighteen, I think it was. Before that one week had finished, four of the people on the course had written their resignation letters to their companies and said, Crikey. "I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore." And of that, three of them went on to be practitioners of in nlp in some way they found their niche they found you know one person works with married couples one did it for from a sales point of view he was sent on the course by his sales director to improve his sales patter and he learned so much around nlp that's nothing to do with sales necessarily that it took him off on a completely different tangent uh, a couple set up a, a very successful nlp training company so you know that was a really really powerful um powerful week really for me uh, and a lot of other people um and finally we've had another question that we thought we'd highlight seeing as the sort of time we're in and with with lockdown and tier four just being uh, launched on us again i'm really really panicked by the pan 
by the pandemic and I'm finding myself getting more nervous about going out even to do shopping. Can you suggest any techniques to help me? That was from Alice. What do you think? Do you want to answer that, Kedrin, or do you want to... Yeah, so there's, there's a few things and Ben touched upon it last week. Um, so one of the things I would say was like limit your amount of access to the news so Definitely. if you know there's an announcement coming out about maybe restrictions changing, don't spend your whole day threatened about it and listening to what might it be and what's Boris going to say, um, because you're going to get lots of different opinions and people throwing stuff about. Just know that maybe at six o'clock Boris is going to make his announcement and then just watch it then. Um, so you're getting the facts rather than any kind of speculations, because that's just going to make you mm. even more worried and anxious. That's the first thing I'd say. What yeah, about I think I think that's really important because there's so much chatter going on and and preempting it and expecting it to be something is it. Yeah, it's definitely been a been a problem, I think, for a lot of people mm. that has. I mean, I went. I remember the first couple of weeks of lockdown feeling quite panicked by it and feeling like really anxious. And then and watching the news and watching the daily count up of cases and oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I remember probably around might have been May time. It was a good it was a good eight or 12 weeks into into the lockdown. I just made this very conscious decision and said to my husband, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not interested. I'll I'll catch things that I need to know. And and also people shouting and arguing about Boris has made a mistake here and made a mistake there. All that is just negative. You know, mm. the poor man, whether you're red or blue or pink or green, it doesn't matter. Whoever is in lead has got a tough, tough yeah, job. And no yeah. matter what, there's going to be opinions on both sides and they're going to make mistakes and they're going to be, they're going to do things right. And the, I get really quite annoyed by the amount of people that are slating somebody who, you know, his best intentions are so going back to NLP talk, everybody that behind every behavior, there's a positive intention. And if people were a little bit more forgiving and a bit more, well, forgiving, accepting of the situation, and actually, could you really do a better job yourself? Then yeah, shimmy on and <laughs> shimmy on and do it. So those yeah. sort I for me, I close that chatter down. I don't listen, I don't entertain that conversation with people. People start talking about the negative. I I say, right, I'm not going to talk about this, or I change the subject, or I simply walk away, or whatever. And what it is, mm -hmm. but you have a choice about what you let into your world yeah. and what you're listening to. Um, so that's something. The other thing I would say is you are only you can only do what you can do. So you are responsible for wearing your mask, cleaning your hands, keeping your, your house clean, keeping yourself and your family clean, keeping your distance when you go to the super. You are responsible for that. So what other people do, you can't, you can't change that. You can't be responsible for that. If your neighbour is doing something you don't like, that's it. It's their, it's their thing. As long as you are careful, as long as don't just wear a, a, a fashionable flowery face mask get yourself a decent proper good quality high level medical one if that's what you feel you need if you want to feel more protected than than just wearing like a, a snood or, a, or something do that if you need to clean your hands every time you touch something or go somewhere if you need to leave your shopping 72 hours before you unpack it then do that if that's what you need to do but um just take responsibility and know that you can only do 
the best that you can do and what's yeah, right for you. Yeah, and I, I think this is the other thing as well, because I had a conversation with somebody the, the other day and they were saying, well, I don't know if I'm doing this right or that right. And I'm like, you do what you think is right for you. Don't, you know, spend all this time thinking, oh, what's the neighbour's going to think and, and things like that. If you need, like you saying, if you need to, that level of uh, security that you wash your hands and as instructed by the government then you mm. do that if that's what you need i think also as well is don't get your news or what the rest- what the actual restrictions are from somebody else go to the government website yeah. which has Good it quite point. clearly put through because people i know it's confusing because we've got mm. all these different tiers that are coming out now but if you're not sure just go to the source and get the information there rather yeah. than listening to somebody who's got that opinion or they've interpreted yeah. the rules this way and things yeah that's a really good point. And actually, I've noticed of late, I, I think it probably happened, started happening a, a fair while ago now. But if you try and share something on Facebook, it pops up with a little message saying, this is about coronavirus. Are you sure this is the right information? Oh, okay. Is this correct information? And it gives you that kind of pause. Don't just share something that you actually you know might be sharing wrong information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake, fake um, news. Fake news, Donald that's Trump. it. I <laughs> so so that's so that's it really so yeah the last one was what are your tips for dealing with someone who is very negative and hard to help that's a tricky one that is what are your tips for dealing with someone who is very negative and hard to help I think my experience is of people who perhaps you think to yourself they could really do with a dose of counseling or a dose of nlp or whatever but actually yeah, that's that old... i wondered what you're gonna say a dose of what <laughs> <laughs> that old adage of you can take mm. a horse to water and all that i think you have to be i think positivity breeds positivity what's yeah. the saying where energy goes focus no where focus goes energy flows surround yourself by positive people surround yourself i know if you live with somebody who's very negative or you've got you know a very close family member or maybe a good friend perhaps who is leaning on you with their negativity that can be quite hard and quite draining sometimes and i've had i've had to have conversations with people where i've said in the nicest possible way and i know sometimes it's possibly not come across as the nicest possible way i've said you have this belief you have this set of beliefs for me personally i don't think it serves you well and maybe you could try looking at things from this point of view, or maybe going back to what we said a while ago about being grateful, what Lynn said. Yes, there certain things are really, really bad at the moment. People might be losing their jobs. People might be poorly um, worrying about this that, and the other. But actually, try and find things that are good and are positive. And I mean, I, I will admit, after doing my NLP, that changed me so much as a person. It forced me to look at my friendships and and the people the relationships I was having at the time and actually I did move myself away from some of those really negative relationships and those really negative people I physically moved myself away and distanced myself from them because I thought why am I being why am I being brought down why am I allowing myself to be brought down you say there in your question it's it's hard they're hard to help but you've also got to remember your put your barriers up and don't let someone else bring you down but we'll talk about that I think in the next season we'll do a we'll do a few more and unfortunately you can't do it for them and I was thinking about this because it came up in one of our previous podcasts sometimes people are on the self-destruct 
Mm. And they have to get to that rock bottom. And unfortunately, it's horrible to see as somebody, you know, as a friend, as a family member. But sometimes they have to get to as bad as it can be before they actually decide that something has got to change. Yeah. But I'd, I would also say is it's being honest with that person and saying to them, you know, uh, noticing and reflecting back and saying I noticed that you you seem really negative and you're really stuck at the moment and mm. actually ask putting that question back to them saying why why do you think that is and what what is it that you need to be more positive so it's not always giving them the answers or, or but just reflecting how they are back to them so that they can kind of consider it in their own time because you, you, as you say you can't do it for them they have to make that step themselves yeah yeah absolutely and I know Nigel touched on it uh, with, when we talked about the hypnotherapy the secondary gain what's the secondary gain some of these people who might be in a in a real, real sort of negative state or depressed state what actually are they gaining from it does it mean they get more attention does it get mm-hmm. mean they get more sympathy does it mean they get they I don't know they they get more time off work because it's acceptable that they are in this they've got this this mental health challenge that means they can't get up in the morning sometimes you know what is it there's there's the unconscious is an incredible thing and and you might not consciously admit oh yeah my secondary gain to me being depressed or having this problem is is this this and this but actually there might be there might be something there I never forget in my NLP training, we, we looked at secondary gain and what is what basically is it that's holding people back from going from that negative state to that positive state. And one of the case studies we looked at was a woman who had a severe back problem and she was being treated and um, but this back problem wasn't going away. And I think she in the end had some hypnotherapy and acupuncture or something. And they did a bit of regression or, or some sort of hypnotherapy with this woman. And it came out that the woman's the, the woman's husband did all the housework. He did all the hoovering, he did all the cleaning, he did all the washing. And it sort of was in a very, I don't know how, in a very appropriate way suggested to her that maybe you don't want to have to go into doing all the housework again or doing maybe you quite like the fact that your husband is quite attentive yeah, to you. I would. <laughs> and and helps you and does all this. So actually maybe having a bad back is actually, and this was all suggested in a hypnotic state so that actually the subconscious was able to take that on rather than the, the conscious mind going oh jolly rude I'm not like yeah, that yeah, yeah. La, 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 la. so it's little things like that that I think as you start to look into these different different therapies and different ways of thinking it's it's fascinating fascinating stuff before we talk about next year I just I've just got a question for you I want to ask you what has been your highlight of recording the happiness hood podcast in the last 10 episodes that we've done what oh, sticks out for you Hedrin, do you need to ask <laughs> spend an hour with you every week oh. what, what could it be <laughs> in fact we've had a whole day together every week because we we're working on the uh on the oh, bless you. to be fair that is I'm not I'm joking aside that has been the best best thing because you oh. and I have been friends for a long long time mm. like getting on for 12 years isn't it 10 years 12 years yeah, something ridiculous yeah. and be more than that there yeah. have been times when we've spent a lot of time together and then mm-hmm. we haven't because geographically and logistically and whatever and the the fact that things have worked out the way they have and you've been able to come and, and help run the Nantwich Buddies with me uh, which has meant you've been able to come and work at Redshift with me once a week has been brilliant. I've really, really enjoyed it. We've we've had such a laugh doing the, the happiness, <laughs> yeah, happiness podcast. 
Um, and just having you around more has been brilliant. Absolutely has been definitely, definitely one of my highlights. Oh, that's so lovely. We'll write back at you because like I said last week in the podcast, uh, I don't know if you do realise this, but you do help so many people. And I was on Gail's podcast earlier today and she asked me who I thought was inspirational. And I said you, because I said, if I had 10% of your enthusiasm, your motivation to get things done and your energy, I would be happy with that. But this is the third time. And I said that in the podcast last week where I've been in between jobs and you've gone here take my hand let's let's do this let's let's get you doing something while you're looking for gainful employment somewhere else which has led to other things so I want to say a massive thank you for all of that and keeping me afloat and also keeping us as a group of friends together because I think you're probably the person that just makes us touch base every so often when everybody's going off with their own lives and stuff because you do drift apart because everyone's busy so yeah it's been lovely ah it's been lovely and do you know what we've done every episode without a glass of gin in our hands that's no good is it in fact this should have been the episode to do that seeing as it's the penultimate day of the year and this will be going out when we'll be into dry january (laughs) (laughs) well we've got to catch up later anyway haven't we so i might go and have my dinner and get a glass of gin before we reconvene with our other friends definitely definitely yeah no i think that's that'll be a good idea and thank you very much for kick kicking me up the backside and getting getting on with doing a podcast it's been good fun yeah and I'm very much looking forward to like we've got a bit of structure now haven't we for next year so we're going to look at different different well-being uh resources and groups and people in the in the area in the sort of Cheshire East area I guess with with sort of Cheshire East and and North Staffs and then we're going to go and do a series on those actual therapies so like people have asked so if people want to talk about a, a group or a, an organization that has helped and supported them or maybe you're part of a group then please get in touch and if you want us to look into a specific therapy and we'd love to hear from people that have like you said people a lot of therapists have experienced that therapy to to then take it forward mm-hmm. but actually there's also lots of people that haven't done that and we'd love to hear from you if it's just helped you get on a plane or it's helped you have an injection or it's helped you get a new job what is it that has has helped you in your life and you know it could have been 20 years ago for me the NLP was 15 years ago and it still resonates and, and, it, and it is running through my veins so yeah get in touch with us on our Facebook page the happiness hub yeah and we will also must 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 mention all our fabulous buddies Nantwich buddies has been a real positive outcome from this year it was a complete accident bit like when I set up Redshift Radio that was an accident as well um and uh in fact even moving to Nantwich was a bit of an accident that my my life is a, a myriad of peculiar happy, accidents happy accidents <laughs> happy accidents yeah. yeah but um but no the Nantwich buddies formed right at the beginning of lockdown and very informally and we have become more formalized thank you very much Cheshire East and Deb Lindock for your mm. absolute yes, unwavering brilliant. support all the way through and we've been uh, awarded a couple of grants now to, to see us through for the next few months of, of lockdown and what have you. So we're coordinating, you and I, uh, but we've got about we've got about 50 or so buddies now yeah. still on our books, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So if anybody needs any help, support with anything, shopping and prescription collecting is a main thing. We're doing a lot more now befriending and just friendly phone calls, going for a walk around the block with people. I had some lovely conversations with people when I delivered Christmas dinners on Christmas Eve uh, and and just talking to some of our buddies that I'd never met before. And they talked about how their buddies had helped them. Um, There's a lot of people out there that that actually really do need our support who don't know about us yet. So 
any any age, if you know anybody, particularly if they're isolating, particularly if they live alone uh, and they're not feeling great at the moment, we can certainly be be a buddy and and help them out. Fabulous, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's been great to be part of that and meet all the lovely people that you know you've you've pulled together to help every, all the residents as well. It's such a lovely bunch of people, and we've had quite yeah. a few of them on the show haven't we and, yeah, uh, yeah we have, we in have. Podcast, there's yeah. still a few that you know i haven't met personally and we sort of see them on whatsapp and chat and think oh god i might not know them if i bumped into the street and i can't wait for that time when we can all we can get all meet. together yeah yeah and get Absolutely. together and, and have a good old uh, chin wag but there we go yes we've got a meeting with our little group of friends in an hour so we better go mm-hmm. and churn out some dinner and uh, I shall look forward to, to our next podcast, which will be officially in the new year. So we can then yeah. talk about what your new year was like for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's sign off. Have a lovely new year. We will reflect on that and I look forward to doing more podcasts in uh, 2021. Yay. Bye, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You're listening to The Happiness Hub, part of the Redshift Community Podcast Network with me, Liz Parkin. And me, Kedron Elliott. Every episode, we'll share top tips on how to get happy and stay happy. So listen in, get involved and be happy.